Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with his Monday expert, Mr. Greg Dickerson. How are you doing, sir? Doing great, Michael. How are you today? I'm doing really well, man. First, I just want to give you another shout out for just nailing what is happening in the new home building market. We have seen uh, a complete collapse, right? I think it was down 14.4%, way more than expected. I think it was supposed to be down 2.7. It was down 14. Uh, we are now seeing more and more really price cuts, which again, you told us was coming. That was after buying points and all these other things. So I think there's really going to be a two-step function in the home building market, but uh, I'd love to get your kind of take on where it is today because it's it's not in a good place, I don't think. Well, it's just getting started. So, you know, the builders still have, have a lot of inventory in the pipeline that they're finishing. They're cutting back on starts or eliminating them altogether. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're offering incentives, discounts, uh, you know, all those types of things to try to get traffic because they're, you know, there's just no traffic into the new home communities. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, like I told everybody watching, if you've been wanting to buy a house, you know, that's the first place you're going to get a deal. But yes. I think it's a little early yet because they're going to get more incentivized to, you know, cut even deeper and offer even more incentives and uh, interest rates are going to go higher. So it's, you know, it's kind of relative, the higher the rates go, the prices drop, you know, lower the rates, the higher the house, you know, prices go. So it's, it's kind of a relative thing, but right now we're out of whack because rates are high and prices are still high. So you got to let prices correct a little bit more. Mm -hmm. The other thing to keep in mind, the fed is just getting started. They mm -hmm. really haven't done anything yet. 0. 0.7, you know, 75 basis points, they haven't started rolling off the balance sheet, selling those secure mortgage back mortgage backed securities and you know bonds and all that stuff. So we've got a long way to go yet. Yeah. So when I look at the home builders, and again, this is all because I've been listening to you for well over two years now. I, I just want to say what I think's coming, and I'd love for you to correct me or 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 add to it. So absolutely right, as you've said, and you just you know builders are going to cut first. You told us the price cuts in housing are going to come from builders first, right? They have to react, right? They don't really have options. They have to, they have to blow out the inventory they have. Uh, and again, this, I don't know, I see this first phase kind of dealing with the inventory they have as step one, which means lower prices, terms, all of that. But there is, I think, a phase two, which maybe it's nine months from now, maybe it's a year. I don't know the duration. Um, but I think they're going to significantly slow building so they don't get caught and potentially tweak what they build. You know, maybe they were building the 2000 uh, square foot move up. Maybe in a year they're building the 1200 first time home. I don't know. But I really do think there's going to be two steps to this. Is that is that a way to think of it or am I just off? Yeah, well, you know, like we said, there, there's a lot of stuff in the pipeline they have to finish. They can't just stop unless something really bad happens and they'll stop like they did in 0809. I mean, we saw stuff stop right in the middle, you know, back then. But, um, <clears throat> you know, as far as new starts go, yeah. So, you know, that's going to help relieve a little pressure in the job market, you know, in terms of, you know, cost coming down, more workers available to do things, you know, it'll, it'll eliminate some of the stress there. Uh, you know, as far as what kind of changes we're going to see, you know, that's hard to say because we did go from the McMansion in 2009, you know, down to smaller houses. People really reduced mm -hmm. because of costs, because of, you know, <clears throat> the leverage that they had in the system and the result of the housing market. But then from the pandemic, we expanded because people needed work from home solutions. Yeah. I don't think that's gone away. Okay. I think the whole work from home thing, now maybe the homeschooling and all that, you know, that people added for, but the work from home thing, I think is here to stay and people are going to want that space. Mm -hmm. um, and they're going to want to have in the back of their mind space for the kids if that ever happens again, sure. snowstorms and weather events and things like that. So, 
the trends in the in the way we live and the way we use our homes, it's hard to forecast that. But okay. builders are on the forefront. That's the reason home builder sentiment comes out regularly. That's the reason we monitor home builders because home builders are at the front lines of the economy, recessions, things like that. And that's where a lot of forecasts and changes, you know, in the economy, you know, can be uh, can be seen in advance as in the home builders. Oh, and and you're so right. I mean, I don't I don't know if you saw it, but. Um... I think it's the Atlanta Fed puts out this GDP kind of Q2 forward looking thing. And uh, they put out a, a forecast. I want to say it was nine days ago. That was 0.9% growth in Q2. We got new, new housing uh, sales down 14%. They redid it and now it shows zero. So yeah, you're right. Builders are the front end. There's a the real estate is a big part of GDP, right? All all inclusive and yeah, all the residual stuff. There was a great article I, I pointed out the other day that shows how many dollars in a community, um, you know, goes out into the community from a real estate transaction, not a new construction, but just a resale uh, home of all the vendors and, you know, just all of the money that's generated. And then when you look at the building industry, and that's what drove the economy primarily and, you know, the lead up to the 0809 crash. And then when that, you know, building industry went out, you know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, uh, spending was sucked out of the economy because all the money that was being flooded into it through construction, we're going to see that a little bit too. So that's one of the downsides of the contraction. The good news is housing is going to come down. It's going to correct. But, you know, as people get laid off and the industry contracts as a whole, you know, that affects the overall economy. And Powell said, we're coming after housing. He did he his said, last I'm question. Housing. Yeah. We're going to make it more affordable. First time buyers are priced out. We're going to fix that. Yeah, he did. He certainly did. He really did point at inventory as kind of one of those numbers. I even think he said the, the I hate it when he said the great reset or the housing reset. I think it was housing reset. He said housing reset. We're going to yeah. reset housing. Yeah. It's like, oh, great. Now we're going to get all these people talking about the great reset and Powell's part of it. It's funny. Well, um, you know, a lot of people don't understand what's really going on. So they are doing this intentionally. They want to mm -hmm. destroy demand. They want to reduce people's feeling of wealth so that it reduces their uh, appetite for spending, which helps bring everything back into check. So they want the stock market to go down. Oh yeah. They want housing values to come down. You know, they want the economy to contract, you know, a certain degree. They don't want recession necessarily. That's the soft landing. They're trying to avoid that. Mm -hmm. You know, Janet Yellen is out again saying, yeah. well, it's not necessarily imminent. You know, yeah. we're not necessarily good. We don't have to go in recession, yeah. which she also said that there was not going to be any inflation either. Yes, so. she did. <laughs> Yeah, we need to put her and Jim Cramer together. Yeah, exactly. The ultimate bottom when when they say, yeah, exactly. Those two kind of funny. But I want to talk one more thing about housing prices because I think people hear you and they know they hear me talk about housing. I think I think we have to appreciate the timing. A lot of people have timing off, right? So I think as you've educated us, home, new homes they adjust very quickly, right? Their their debt structure, they don't have another option, right? They they need to sell. The other thing I think is very obvious is transactions will crash immediately. We get we get existing home sales tomorrow, which I can't believe they're forecasting 5.4 million, which is down like 2% from the month before. I think it's going to be ugly tomorrow uh, because again, transactions go first. And then we have to figure this out, this reset to take Powell's. I think a lot of that is next year. I think people hear you talk about pricing crash and think it's going to happen like tomorrow. And there are channels talking like that. I don't, Housing is too sticky. We're still way below supply. I think any talk of a pricing class crash in prices, existing homes, that's a 2023 discussion, at least in my book. Do you disagree? 
no, I mean, we're seeing, so what's, what's skewing that is you're seeing price reductions and, you know, a lot of the YouTubers are putting these charts up showing, yeah. you know, Austin's 30% down and tech, you know, these markets are cutting prices 30%, but they're already way overpriced it's, to begin with. Exactly. You know, I've seen properties listed in my market that are just way overpriced, you know, even before they were yeah. still overpriced before when interest rates were still at two or 3%. Agreed. So they're cutting prices by, you know, 30%, 40%. You would think that's a housing crash, but it's really not because no. now the price is where it should be sort of, mm -hmm. but it's still overpriced, even when it comes down 20 or 30%. So, right. you know, it's really hard to gauge that. What you got to look at is transactions. That's, that's really what you have to look at as the transactions decline, values will come way back in the check. The question is, what is a real fair value now, given the interest rate environment? And it's that affordability index, right? So oh, you can yeah. easily take the median home price right now at 460 or whatever it is, based on current interest rates now from where they were two months ago, because that's lagging as well, mm -hmm. brings you down to about 360. It drops it by about hundred grand. So that's yeah. really where the median price should be. So that's, you know, that's what you got to watch. And like you said, the bottom end of that dropped out. Well, as we go, the top end of that's going to drop out. Yeah. Yeah. I think this, the, the housing market is a complex beast. We are going through something we haven't gone through, right? I've studied housing back 52 years and we haven't, we've seen interest rates double before but we haven't seen them double in 120 days. This is new. Uh, so again, I, I think there's just a lot of things. And I think the clearest thing, because we've seen, I just reported this morning, somebody did the math for me, how many people were priced out because demand's a two-step function, right? You have to have the desire and the ability. Well, we just lost 18 million people. They were qualified at roughly three. They're not qualified at six. That's demand destruction. Just straight up demand destruction. Then you take on top of that, all the scary headlines about a recession and job losses and job cuts. You have a lot of people that were ready to sign on the dotted line and qualified that aren't going to sign on the dotted line. So demand destruction, I think we have crazy supply destruction, which again, hasn't happened before. The move up buyer the first time. That's why, that's why the median home price, I believe is again, median home price, national median home price is going to shock people as it surprises to the upside throughout the rest yeah. of the year. Yeah, because that bottom that bottom half has fallen out. Exactly. And you know, and these things take time. So like you said, we saw rates go up quickly. We've seen the markets start to correct quickly, you know, things like that. But when it comes to housing, when it comes to the overall economy and the consumer, you know, you got to understand where we came from. So there's exactly. a lot of cabin fever out there. We're in summer. People are going to take their vacations. When we went through 0809, the great financial crisis, you know, the, the biggest event we'd seen in our lifetimes since the depression, people still took their vacations in the summer. Oh, yeah. What they did was they cut back on what they did while they were there. They didn't go out to eat. They brought food. They didn't spend excessively on little things, but they still went to the beach and because it's a cheap vacation. Yeah. They had it booked and they're like, you know what? If I'm going to lose my job, if the economy is going to fall in depression, I'm taking this last trip. Yeah. So people have that mindset now. We've been locked up for two years. We couldn't travel abroad. Now all the restrictions have been lifted. No more, you know, vaccine, you know, no more tests, no more tests, vaccine yeah. proof, none of that. You can get on a plane, go wherever you want. If you can get there, because they can't service it. Yeah, exactly. The airlines had a rough weekend. <laughs> if there's no flying. Yeah, but exactly. um, anyways, people are outspending, right? They're, they're tired of that. They're going to go, you know, to that vacation. They're going to make up for that lost time. They have, you know, have built up some savings. They, mm -hmm. you know, reduced debt. So it takes a little while for all that to reverse. You know, they start mm -hmm. working through savings. They start racking up debt. And we're seeing, you know, debt balances increase and things like that. 
So I think by the end of the summer, going to the fall, winter, you're going to have a very different consumer if we stay on this path. And then, you know, housing kind of lags all that. So going into next year, I think is yeah. you know, when you could see the biggest, you know, form of the corrections versus what we're seeing now. Yeah, I don't think we're going to, the median home price again in 2022 is not coming down. It'll shock people to the upside because of the structural imbalances in, in the transactions that will close. Uh, I, it's just math. So I think that's pretty obvious. I, I know you won't know, but I'm going to hopefully you'll take a guess. If not, I will. When you, if you are looking for a new home and given kind of the two steps that we've talked about, do you think max pain might be six months out, right? Cause we we'll have a couple more rate increases. They'll be blowing through some of their last inventory. That might be the best time to kind of negotiate strong. You think it's earlier than that? What do you think? Yeah, you know, it depends on the seller, right? And it depends on the market. So every market's different, every seller's different. But on average, what we saw last time, even in the, you know, as bad as that was, it still took people six months to a year, yeah. sellers to yeah. adjust to, you know, new prices, except for the ones that had to sell. And then the banks were in control yeah. there from a short sale and all that. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's a different borrower this time. It's a different resale market. You yeah, know, so, sorry, healthy. sorry, Greg. I was specifically for builders, new, new oh, 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 builders. Okay, yeah. So builders, yeah, I mean, you'll see that by the end of the year because okay. they've got this inventory yeah. in the pipeline. And if they start having units stack up, yes. you'll see discounts because they're going to want to clear the books before the end of the year. I think that's important. I think really, I mean, a lot of people follow us. They've been following your talk about new home construction. I do think Max Payne kind of between Thanksgiving and Christmas, because again, they want to get it off the books, right? They want to have them sold. I think if, if you're, again, every market is different. Some of them won't get there, but if I were to pick a national time frame, I, that's kind of where my head went as well. Yeah, they're going to hit it and get it to get them done. They want them done in out there for sale so they can burn through what what this mm -hmm. backlog is mm -hmm. while there's still some demand because yep. there's still some demand in some markets. Yep. But they want to get these units done, get them out to the market, and get them off the books. Um, you know because they don't want to stop. That's yeah. the worst thing that could happen. They don't want to sit there with foundations in the ground, yeah. or houses framed, and they just have to wait. Yeah, and again. Uh, New builders need need to sell because of their debt structure, right? They have what's called construction financing. It needs to be paid at, in increments or like every 10 homes, there's a big chunk due. All of this means they have to sell. That's why Max Payne will build up later in the year. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. And they're all reporting this week. So you'll see what they're yeah, saying. Tomorrow, Lenar, KB Homes Wednesday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Greg, where can people find you? Yeah, gregdickerson.com. That's where all my info lives. Go check it out. Awesome. Thanks, buddy.